Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings about those characters, and then make them fight for our amusement and yours too. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me as almost always is Ken Knapsack. Happy to be your almost always, just like you're my almost always <laughs> on Star Wars Ranked. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is a great thing that we do here. It's an honor to guest on one another's podcasts on the <laughs> podcast feed we share. Also here, 
uh, making a special appearance. Have, hasn't been on databank as much lately, but we got a little whiskey. Absolutely. We got some some Christmas Jack. Some Christmas Jack. <laughs> a gift from my uncle. I want to see that Rankin Bass animated <laughs> special of the little Christmas Jack who brings some nice whiskey yeah. to the nice adults. If you've been very good, you get a little sip of Jack. A terrifying, terrifying idea. But that makes sense uh, here on Databank Brawl because that's what we do. It's a mixture of fun and terror because we pick these characters. uh, We get the information from them on the StarWars.com Databank, the official site, so we know it is juicy and true. And then we make them fight, often horribly. Let's see uh, how horrible it is going to be this week. Ken, are you ready for your first combatant? We've had some great ones as of late. Yes, Yeah, and we are going back to the brand new well that is getting deeper every day, and that is more and more entries from The Last Jedi. I don't pull characters until they're on the databank, with great exception, and I was delighted to see a certain gentleman that we are all fond of here on Force Center be added to the databank, and that is poor, long-suffering Captain Kennedy. (laughs) He is here, Ken, your favorite Captain Kennedy. Here is what the StarWars.com databank has to say about him. A veteran officer, Moden Kennedy, is captain of the Siege Dreadnought Fulminatrix, charged with annihilating Dakar's resistance base from orbit. Kennedy commanded a Star Destroyer in the Imperial Starfleet and is distressed to find himself surrounded by arrogant, inexperienced young First Order officers. Uh, so juicy, so juicy. Not a lot really uh, there that's different than what we know from other sources, but it's nice to see him in the databank. He is, man, sitting there all with that look on his face like, oh, I used to be something. The Empire <laughs> used to be great. You guys weren't there, man. I was there. That was back in my 20s when people did things right. Now that I'm around uh, 50 and other people are in their 20s, they're doing things wrong. Yeah. Classic, so classic. He was, uh, what's, what is it? He's a commander. Moden. What a name, Moden. Um, commander of a Star Destroyer. Okay, so he didn't have... Uh, we're trying to do the actual rank. So he ran, the, yeah, that would mean he'd be in charge of that Star Destroyer. Yeah, because right? it's, yeah. it's not Commander, it's Kennedy commanded a Star Destroyer. Commanded, right, okay. So he, I would imagine he was uh, hot stuff yeah. in his 20s. So I'm, I'm trying to see, you know, I'm, in my mind I'm forming my head cannon of his promotion. Like, yeah. You know, um, was he a stormtrooper or did he go the route of like, was he a, just an officer? Did he start as an officer? Is he think, an enlisted man, mm, you know? I think stormtrooper. That's going to be my headcanon. Like it's because, you know what? He's got that meat and potatoes. Yeah. It's not that hard. This is the way it's done. He has such disrespect for Hux. Mm-hmm. Hux represents uh, nepotism and yeah. doing things in uh, unorthodox ways, maybe. Yeah. And uh, I think he's rank and file. I think he came up the right way. And then like, what? Everything's falling apart? Okay, I'll go join this First Order thing. I like the way Wikipedia is going a little bit more detail here there. And they I, always I, do. They, and I think they might be pulling from other sources. Like, I know he's in the, the Visual Dictionary, but it's like uh, he he had this 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 honorable and, and the honorable and loyalty based side and he he demonstrated that trait until the very end when he became aware that the fulminatrix had been defeated and there was no escape he preferred to accept his fate and his defeat at the hands of his enemies and remained on his siege dreadnought rather than try to flee i just don't think he had time <laughs> yeah but there I, is that one shot of him that does just look like yeah this is it 
This is it. Yeah, this is it. Um, so uh, I love it. I love it. It's, it's, it's my obsession with Imperial officers apparently is transferred over to Captain Kennedy in the First Order. Yeah, and it, it is Captain Kennedy who also has that line of uh, when a, a younger officer is saying they're, they're never going to make it through our shields. Like, that's not what they're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. They're blowing up our cannons, right? That is him, isn't it? it it's yeah. him. No, it's like, they'll never get through our shields. He's not trying to get through our shields. He's taking out our surface guns. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, just love You it. are all idiots. It, it, I think there is something that's very fun about him. There's a lot in The Last Jedi that is, I think is accidentally generational. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it does really feel like, get off Snapchat and do your job. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> and again, you know, you and I, and, and along with Jennifer, are so good here in Force Center, if I do say so myself, if we find these layers, we peel back the things. Peel that candy. We peel that candy, yeah? But there is in the stuff in the beginning of this movie, there's layers that explains hooks, that explains the problems of the First Order, that yeah. explains why it might be doomed to fail unless a change in leadership happens, and it, and it does. And, and, and a lot of it is in all these moments with Kennedy. Home runs every time out, and as I said before, He's so great in Game of Thrones as the uh, the Shaga from the Hill Tribes who uh, uh, tries to kill Tyrion and Bronn. Tyrion talks him out of it. And, and the famous uh, line from uh, Tyrion of uh, Shaga likes axes, this is the same guy. So it connects <laughs> up to me in that world. So many great actors. Uh, so he is, um, is he a ginger? Like Hux, what is his physical? Yeah, appearance? he kind of is. So he is a human male. Hair color is orange gray, and <laughs> eye color blue. Skin color fair. He is about uh, fifty years oldish. He's mid fifties, and uh, he is. He's got that you know real upright posture. Hands behind his back at attention. Glower on his face. Just doom and gloom kind of lip line there. You know, he's all business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think another uh, central thing is that his other famous line from this movie that only recently came out is about how they should have scrambled the TIE Fighters five minutes ago, right? Five minutes ago. Which yeah. d- which points also to, hey, maybe I'm the one Imperial who realizes they always find a way to blow it up. Mm-hmm. No matter how, many b- how big we make it, no yep. matter how many shields, no matter how many guns... He's cautious, right? <laughs> yes. He's like, eh, they could find a hole somewhere. Yep. He's so I think we there. should uh, remember that. Yes. As Captain Kennedy does some combat here on Databank Brawl. Any other thoughts or feelings or info? No, other than I'm serious. One of my favorite Star Wars <laughs> characters ever. <laughs> he is pretty great. And he's going to go up against a character that I was worried about mm. going into The Last Jedi and ended up being just fine with. And in fact, intrigued by, mm. which is why I pulled this character for a fight against Captain Kennedy, and that character is BB-9E. Oh, wow. Here is what the databank says. The First Order benefits from the latest technology, and its warships rely on dark, gleaming BB astromech units to keep machinery operational and ensure procedures are followed. Assigned to the supremacy, BB-9E keeps a sharp photoreceptor out in every spectrum, for infiltrators, saboteurs, and other threats to Supreme Leader Snoke's flagship. So there's a lot uh, of interest to me here, is that this answers, without a doubt, this movie, BB units are a general unit. That's the way these droids are made now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But that the First Order (laughs) would 
<laughs> only take black ones. <laughs> they, do they have, like their ironing room, do they have a spray paint room? <laughs> they buy normal, just off the market, off the shelf uh, BB units. Like, no, spray paint them black. <laughs> hey, you know, they have an aesthetic. They like to keep doing it. <laughs> I, I can appreciate that. Everything is, yeah, unified and in, in the way it's supposed to be. And that includes little black balls rolling around. <laughs> Uh, do you got any other information on Wikipedia? And then we can talk a little bit about this character well, and the role in the movie. Yes, his sensor color red, plating colors, you said, definitely black. And uh, his length is less than 0.67 meters. And he's got that, uh, you know, the round ball, the BB unit there, but he's also got more of a flatter head. Oh, yeah. A flat top. He's got a nice haircut you can set your watch to, <laughs> as the Simpsons would say about Johnny Unitas. Um, and I, I like that, Ben. He's got a rigid controlling head. Yes. yes yeah, yes. yeah. Hard lines everywhere. Uh, I, when I saw this, when I saw BB-9E uh, in promotional stuff, I was afraid it was going to take away from the uniqueness of BB-8, mm-hmm. and I was afraid it was going to be an overly cutesy that they were going to have a droid fight. Yes. That their appendages <laughs> were going to come out, and they were going to slap appendages, and it would be some cute, cute competition. I like that BB-9E is not in it much, but yeah. he's just the one, as the databank says, who's like, you know, th- I have the whole history, I'm assuming, of the Empire in the First Order downloaded into me. Yeah. And I realize those MFers put our costumes on all the time. <laughs> our uniforms on all the time. That is the weakness of the Empire and the First Order. They yeah. keep dressing up like us. Yeah. So I'm going to keep a lookout for that. Cold, sinister, and even malicious personality is programming. I love it. And I, you're, you're, you're so right. Because BB-8 is is a success story for creating new Star Wars. Even there's some, yep, I'll admit some over-the-top stuff in The Last Jedi, but you're on board for it because you love BB-8. And BB-8 could have gone wrong, right? Oh, yeah. It could have been, I don't want to say the Jar Jar of Force Awakens, but it could have been wrong. So you're right. I think we all kind of had a little bit of those fears. Oh, he's 90 because he's evil. He was nicknamed BB Hate on set of Last Jedi, by the way. <laughs> and in fact, there was Funko Pops of him and everything. It was like, okay. And part of that for me might have been uh, the droids, uh, you know, BT and Triple Zero from Dr. Aphra. Yeah, and Darth Vader, right? And Darth Vader, where they originated in the Vader comic there. And, and, and I like these characters, but they are over-the-top evil versions of C-3PO and R2-D2, basically. Yeah. Um, and they, they factor in. I'm okay with them, but there's some times where it's like, ooh, I don't, I'm glad I'm not seeing this on a movie, right? Yeah. And so I thought we were going to get it. And, and we didn't, and we didn't. And he stayed true to his character and, and and this little droid and his one little moment that the way he turns his head, the way they have that work where he's like, Ooh, wait a minute. There is character in that. And the way he rolls on up with the first order with the, uh, it has the first order security bureau, bureau guy who is another game of Thrones actor too. Yeah. He's Dagmar from, uh, the, uh, the gray joys. And he's also in the British office. I forget his name. He's also the villain in first night with Richard Gere and Julie Ormond and Sean Connery in 1995. <laughs> forget his name. Gosh, it's a shame. Oh, but yeah, he's great in the he's office. Great. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got just a, he, he's a, the out of town salesman. He he's there for a bit, but so I, this, this, this character, just a right amount droid, Works. Yep. Glad we got I it. love that BB9E gets to roll in first so he can mm-hmm. really have the ha ha, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. 
it is uh, yeah, it's very very well handled, and uh, uh, I like what it says about the First Order mm. that there is a lot of hubris yes. connecting back to Captain Kennedy. <laughs> that other people aren't noticing this box rolling around incorrectly. Yeah. And he's like, mm, nope, I need to zero in with my photoreceptor. All right. I think we know everything we need to, so let's fight. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes. Now, we go crazy here on Databank Brawl, but the one thing I'm kind of uptight about is I like to stay true to timelines of when characters died. Yeah. So this has to be before the horror of the Fulminatrix. 
Yes. Where Captain Kennedy was not listened to and paid the ultimate price. It's so fun. On Databank Brawl, we try to stick to canon, even though we are intentionally destroying it at the same time. <laughs> so you're right. So this, to me, actually means it happens before The Force Awakens. Ooh. Well, it could be. There's days in between oh, there. Oh, yeah. It could be right on the way over. It could over. be right on the, on the way over, Bear. But I, I want to say it's in the buildup towards uh, the events of The Force Awakens. Okay, yeah, I like that. All right, so the First Order at this point, uh, the Fulminatrix at this point, uh, because we could have this take place on the Fulminatrix, this could happen on the Starkiller base, bb 9 is stationed on the Supremacy, obviously people bop over to the Supremacy mm-hmm. anytime they need uh, guidance from the higher-ups. So, Ken, you love the baddies, you love yeah. the ships and technology. Do you want to play on one of these ships in particular? Yes, I think this needs to happen on the granddad of them all, the Supremacy. Okay, so this is on the Supremacy where BB-9E is stationed. Yeah, because the First Order probably has some business meetings. All right? Oh, yeah. We know the Empire did. Krennic and Vader had a business meeting, uh, had a, an employee evaluation session <laughs> in Rogue One. They wanted, The First Order wants to do everything bigger yeah, and better. So bigger they, and better. Just like on the Death Star, they have those little cups, but they're bigger. Yeah, and it would be just like Armitage Hux to call a meeting of his captains and top leaders, and even though the technology exists for Kennedy to do it on the Fulminatrix, he's, I've got to go to the damn ship. The kid's making me be in person. (laughs) So I think this is Kennedy arriving to the supremacy for a Hux monthly meeting. I love this. I love this. Yes. Uh, I think... uh Kennedy and many other great officers whose names I don't have memorized yet, but I will, damn yes, it. we will. Uh, out of desire and trivia. Uh, so a bunch of First Order officers come in, and I think uh, Huck says, There are refreshments! <laughs> and there are. There's some little... Uh, <laughs> and there are. Little Star Wars refreshments yeah. on the table. Now, uh, Hux, I think this, this meeting is basically a super awkward attempt to be charming <laughs> that that uh that new version of first order isb officer yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's from the office yeah he's there too and uh, he, he's also a salesperson in the star wars galaxy and he recognizes that hux is basically trying to buy loyalty right so people follow him rather than kylo ren on right. his side in this little dumb civil war so and he's trying to charm him because it's driving me crazy it's ralph Ineson. Is is plays Chris Finchie on the British Office? Okay, there it's there. Okay, but what is his character's name in Star Wars? I, I it's in the Visual Dictionary. It's in the Visual Dictionary. <laughs> Get used to hearing that for a little while. I had because I know I looked at it earlier today and I tried to stuff it into my brain and it didn't make it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, it will. I it can, will. I mean, the, I obviously. All right, I'll, I'll try to find it out. It's not popping up immediately because why would it? Yeah, why would it? Um, uh, but okay. it'll be here soon. So. uh it, this is a, just a super awkward Hux basically trying to say what a good job everyone is doing right. and how much they're going to be even tighter as a as a army if they just follow all of these principles. Yeah, and I think this is also to be like, and we have plans for the grand opening of Starkiller Base. It's being worked on. <laughs> Refreshments will be. will be there as well. <laughs> Sorry, I cut no, you off. Bad no. improv. No, no, no. It's, it's a good improv when we're going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yes, he's really on about the refreshments, and I think this is bugging the crap out of Kennedy. Right. Uh, he's like, it's not, I think he actually leans over and says, like, it's not about refreshments. 
It's yeah. a, you only get respect by doing a good job. I don't care how many Kalingas, which is the Star Wars word for donuts. Kalingas. <laughs> I know. It's right on the edge of another word. I, it just came out. <laughs> it, 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 we're going to roll with it, though, here. Star Wars donuts are called Kalingas. <laughs> You're on Data Bank Roll. <laughs> I'm going to bump up the iTunes explicit <laughs> warning here. But yes, yes, and he does. And, he, and he's leaning over to the officer that's in the First Awaken, uh, for, First Awakens, the Force Awakens, <laughs> um, who's the female officer that's like when the TIE fighter crashes back, there, back down. She's like, it's, it's heading towards the ghost on Badlands on Jakku. So she's got the big eyes, and yeah. she, he leans over, and he says this, and she just kind of looks over at him and is like, Yes, sir. It just, he's just like, that typical. You guys don't understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I think Kennedy gets up, and I think the meeting's going on, right? It's begun. Yeah. But he gets up, defiantly walks over to the refreshment table. Yeah. And while Hux is like, and that, <laughs> okay, um, I'll continue. Um, and Kennedy takes two Kalingas. <laughs> And BB9E is in the room just recording the message for of posterity, course, yeah. for the meeting for posterity. And he just does that head turn. And he focuses or in. Zooms in. And on his screen, if you're looking out through his eyes, his photo structures, it just says, refreshment violation. More than one. <laughs> More than one obtained. Cat, uh, Moden Kennedy suspect. Yes, absolutely. And I think what happens is Kennedy turns with his... Ill-gotten Kalingas, and he just marches out and he says, Hux, I will follow up with you later. Yes. And he marches out in BB9, he follows. And he takes a big bite of the first Kalinga. Oh, big one. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a jelly-filled Kalinga, and it, it explodes on his mouth. You know, he's, he's a man of order, so he's yeah. just wiping it off. Yeah. So he's wiping it off, and suddenly, wham, right into the back of his ankle, he feels something hard, and his his ankles are fifty year old ankles. This is not right. good. BB nine E has Ow. rolled up into him, and BB nine E just starts squawking away. It's like BB eight, but real yeah. ugly. And, and Kennedy turns around, and he and he kicks like he pushes. Oh yeah, much like Poe would rub BB 8s tummy. Yeah, little scritches. Yeah, yeah. Kennedy kicks BB nine like a dog he hates, just kind of like get away. You know, back in my day, we had astromech droids. Those droids knew how to compute. We they had, knew what they're doing. You're just a beach ball from Scarif <laughs> with a bad personality. We had RA-7s, which some people colloquially call Death Star droids. They were great. They followed our orders. Uh, now, BB-9E mm-hmm. does not like this. Mm-mm. BB-9E clearly has something special going on because uh, he's got a name. Mm. And other BB units, I think, in the First Order are not as highly valued. Right. Because it's, it's kind of a lot to have a name. Yeah. Because it could just be, there's another BB unit, why do they need a designation? <laughs> so I think BB-9E has a dangerous amount of personality for the First mm-hmm. Order. Mm-hmm. And a strange loyalty to Hux. I think Hux gives him extra juice. <laughs> extra refreshments. He's always charged up. These refreshments, which I'm giving to you. <laughs> so I think BB9E knows in his violent little droid heart that he wants to retaliate, but he needs to make it look like an accident. So hmm. Kennedy uh, turns to walk away again. B9 
BB-90 rolls up in front of him, gets back in front of him, blocking him again. He uh, pulls out of his little uh, uh, spherical body. He's got a little cup of calf that he was about to deliver. Yeah. And he just throws burning hot calf in Kennedy's crotch. Yeah. How is that for alliteration? Well, you know, it's a little known fact that Hux always needs calf on demand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he throws the ca- he throws the calf. Yeah, hot calf right in the crotch. Right in Ooh. Kennedy's crotch. And Kennedy just, oh, <laughs> looks down, looks around. Is anyone else around? Is he going crazy? And looks down, and BB-9E's rolling away. He does, you said he doesn't want him to he doesn't want to be him? caught. Yeah, yeah. So he starts rolling away, and Kennedy's like, don't you roll away from me. I should have kicked you five minutes ago. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I don't need to be in that meeting. You tell Hux, I know you're his personal little ball. You tell him <laughs> I don't care. I've got my refreshments that he loves so much, and I'm heading back to the Fulminatrix. I don't need to be here. This is an insult. Yeah. Now, I think he says all that, and he, he's trying to retain his uh, decades, decades of pride and, you know, stiff upper lip and straight back, but his crotch is on fire. It's burning. It, it, he, that's not armored down there. He's yeah. an officer. No, no. So he is trying to walk upright in the pain, and the anger yeah. is growing inside him. BB9E will not let it go. I think Kennedy turns down a less uh, trafficked hallway. Yeah, turns down... BB9E kind of does that sideways glance again and <laughs> comes spinning around the corner. Kennedy turns around, kind of a back. He's hunched over, like you said. He's, he's in pain. He's got Anakin on Mustafar going on in his crotch right now. <laughs> and he turns around and BB9E launches a cable Ooh. with a little pincher in the end of it and grabs the second Kalinga that's in Kennedy's hand that's been untouched. And he. <laughs> Starts pulling back. Kennedy, of course, stops, like, oh, holds it, but it's a Kalinga. It's a donut. Yeah, it rips, rips in half. half. Explodes. Much like Luke's lightsaber and Anakin's lightsaber <laughs> when Rey and Kylo eventually destroy it. So now this refreshment's all over them. Oh, it, it, this is horrible. And at this point, Kennedy is bristling with anger at the stupidity of his inferiors who are giving him orders, who are technically his superiors. Yeah. And he doesn't even realize it. He's almost watching out of his own body as he throws the ruptured Kalinga at BB-9E. <laughs> BB-9E dodges, mm-hmm. and he pulls his little sidearm, yeah. his first-order blaster. Yep. I think he opens fire on BB-9E. He does open fire on BB-9E, but as we establish, Kennedy started out as a stormtrooper. <laughs> so Kennedy can't hit him. And the blasts go all around, and BB-9E is like doing a little dance, like a pew, pew. And um, grazing, one of the shots finally kind of grazes BB-9E, but BB-9E races around the corner to kind of get away, and Kennedy goes in pursuit. Yeah, I like this. I think I think BB-9E kind of spins like a top, like a little pool ball uh, that you just clip the side of, and he bounces, and he goes around to this even more secluded area. I think they're heading into that uh, the uh, uniform area that <laughs> yep. BB-9E knows well. He knows yep. that is the most vulnerable place on the ship because yep. people will try to put those costumes on. So I always want to keep my <laughs> photoreceptor on it. Side note, do you think that <laughs> BB-9E goes up to uh, Ralph Ineson's character and is like, come here, I want to show you something. And he takes him down to that room and shows, look, where's the trash can? 
There's no trash can. There's no can trash here. can. That's against regulation. <laughs> what can, you know, these costumes are gone and they yeah. fit FN2187. Yeah. It all checks out. It all checks out. That, that's the kind of uh, wisdom we're working with, BB9E. Yeah. Uh, so, so they roll in there. Yeah, yeah. He I think, rolls in there. Yeah, he, I think he rolls in there, and I think Kennedy at this point follows and knows, I just need an isolated place mm-hmm. to quietly murder this droid. Right. So I think he closes the door. <laughs> And it it's is m- just you and me, droid. <laughs> I should have shot you five minutes ago. Uh, so now BB-90 knows he is fighting for his life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Kennedy knows that uh, BB-90 is recording this. Yeah. So I think BB-90, uh, before Kennedy can even get another shot off, I think he uh, launches something else out of his body. I think he uh, launches basically... Um, a uh, a distraction, which mm-hmm. is basically uh, sparkles. Now, you might be asking, <laughs> why does a first order droid have sparkles? BB-9E knows that they are very important to distract foes. Well, the, I'll tell you what these sparkles are, though. It's okay. actually, I'm glad you mentioned this, Joseph. It's actually a very important part of a droid, a BB unit on the supremacy. Because occasionally, a call will come out from the throne room where there's not enough sparkles on Snoke's robe. <laughs> and it doesn't glisten. It doesn't the glisten. Yeah. yeah, so it's got to be. And this was actually, this was set up way back in Rogue One, uh, one of the uh, di- the Tarkin initiatives that, uh, that Jyn Erso reads aloud is, I believe, Pax Aurora, mm-hmm. and that was weaponized sparkles. Right. Yeah. Right. We're going to learn Pax that. Pax Aurora eventually. is, is yeah. weaponized sparkles. Eventually we'll learn that. Uh, so they, they just uh, they they uh, make spots dance in front of Kennedy's eyes, so yeah. he really can't see. Now he's firing super wildly, and this gives BB Nine E a, ch- a chance to roll up and try to physically do some real damage to Kennedy. What does BB Nine E do? He rolls up, and <laughs> you you learn in uh, if you're telling a story in pro <laughs> wrestling, all right? You injure, say I'm wrestling you, and I injure your left knee. I go after your left knee, and I, yeah. the entire match I work your left knee, all right? BB-9E's got that in his brain. He rolls up to Kennedy, and you know, you saw how BB-8's head extends in the X-Wing. That's how he saves the day yeah. in the beginning of Last Jedi. Well, BB-9E does that, too. His head just launches <laughs> up, extends right into the crotch of Captain Kennedy. So now it's burnt, and it's squished and hurt. Oh, and it's terrible. But a, a side effect that BB-9E could not foresee, the First Order's costumes are super absorbent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is like, it, it's basically dark evil bounty paper towels on yeah. Kennedy's crotch. Those laundry droids do a good job. So when BB-9E's head makes contact, mm-hmm. a bunch of the calf squeezes out, and it just milks over BB-9E's photoreceptor. I'm definitely putting explicit <laughs> on iTunes right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so now BB-9E is effectively blind. He's been blinded by his own, dare I say, hubris? Yes. By the calf he put in that crotch came back to haunt him. Crotch calf will do that to you. And what Kennedy does in this moment, he's yeah. still smarting from this pain. And he's kind of in his head like, I'm. let's face it, I'm a bad shot. Um, he reaches over to one of the laundry droids and grabs the iron. Oh, the off burning of it, part, yeah. Yanks it off and just. Pl- and in his head, he's like, I don't know what this will do to the droid, but I'm going to find out. And he just 
irons the side of BB-9. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think BB-9E has pain receptors like every other droid. In fact, maybe they're even heightened on first-order droids, so they could be Not unlike, say, a gonk droid in Jabba's palace. (laughs) Exactly. Very sensitive feet. All of BB-9E is sensitive. It hurts to even roll. That's how cruel the First Order is. Yeah. So I think BB-9E screams like he, that little droid has never screamed before. <laughs> and I think Kennedy drops yeah. the iron. And I think a BB-9E's head is still extended yes. on that little tendril. And I think... Like in the early questionable days of Simpsons, where Homer would choke Bart, I think that Kennedy grabs that tendril and just starts. Why you? And I think this is a good point to pause in our narrative and decide who will win, who should win, who do we want to win, all that juicy stuff. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. It's an extra disgraceful episode of Data Bank Brawl. I mean, I would not have thought that you would have made it possible for me to root against Captain <gasps> Kennedy. Oh, wow. Because I love him. But I, I look at BB-9E, and, you know, rules are rules. Yeah? The First Order is about order. And sometimes you either die a hero or live long <laughs> enough to be the villain. And Kennedy's a hero He's from the old empire, but he's not playing ball. Sometimes yep. you have to set, step back and let the new kids rule the day. He's not playing along. <laughs> he's not playing ball. He is choking ball. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quite literally. So you feel that BB9E has the right to become the victor because mm-hmm. Kennedy is breaking his own rules. Kennedy is really fighting against himself because... He let his annoyance with Hux get the better of him. Yeah. And then that has just turned into this avalanche of poor decisions. Right, right. Okay. So I think Kennedy has to have this epiphany. Yeah. He's just, he's choking. BB-90 is is screaming, confused, random appendages popping out, <laughs> trying to address this. And Kennedy takes a step back and just realizes, this is not who I am. And he drops the droid. And he says, I am going to wipe your memory. No one oh, must yeah. know of this. Yeah. So I think he thinks he has physically defeated BB-90. And he thinks he can just reach down and let's say Kennedy carries on him a, a droid memory-wiping device. Right. Because I like inventing new things in Star Wars. Yep. You can just hold him up and you can just zap him. Yep. Totally. So he drops BB-90. Clunk. He rummages in his orderly pockets. He quickly finds this device. He pulls it out. But before he can turn it on to wipe BB-9E's memory of the last 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. BB-9E does something physically definitive to end this fight. What does he do, Ken? Well, another arm comes up from around the back of BB-9E. Extender arms, man. Those BB BB units arms go for a while, we've seen. But this one has on the end of it, much like as the First Order is inspired by the Empire. Oh, yeah. Has on it a little needle. <gasps> like the mind probe. Yes. And as Kennedy is trying to erase, he's trying to get the socket, he just fo- he looks out the corner of the eye and he sees this mind probe. And he's like, oh, no. 
I know what this does. Yeah. I've seen this in action. And he just looks over and goes, no, please, don't, don't. But it's too late. The syringe goes in, huh? Side of his neck. Right in the side of his neck. Yeah. Now, it's not fatal. No. It's just more of a human mind wipe. Yeah. He drops unconscious (laughs) almost immediately. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that he is, this is a a flash of horrible pain and regret and fear and doubt. And then he's just crumpled. And um, sometime later, Kennedy, who does not like to lose control. Right. He wakes up back on the Fulminatrix (laughs) in his own quarters. Yeah. And he sees a plate of refreshments. Yes. Right next to his bed. And it's got one Kalinga on it. And a little note written in Orabesh. Yeah. Next time, one Kalinga. (laughs) And he has no idea what any of that means. Right. No idea whatsoever. And this is terrible for him to have that kind of chaos in his heart and in his mind. Yeah. And all he remembers is a vague resentment of everything that is shiny and black. Yes. He realizes that is everything around me. (laughs) So he carries this conflict in his soul as he serves out the rest of his days on the First Order. Yeah. And he does his best to poke around in it with his personal First Order version of the hangover. Yes. And figure out what happened. But he can never quite piece it together before the galaxy explodes into chaos. Yes. Now, what happens from BB-9E's photoreceptor perspective? He... He has to. You talking about how, how does he fix it? I want to make sure you answer well, the right like question. He, he's had some. He's had some damage. Yeah. He obviously, okay. you know, helped Kennedy get to where he is. But what did BB ninety learn? He he learned that it is important for the sake of the first order to pay attention to every small detail <laughs> and to not. Assume anything. Never assume anything. And even someone as decorated as Captain Moden Kennedy can have sometimes his own desires in front of the desires of the First Order. Right. And that sometimes the problem is right in front of you. Exactly. And there is a place for everything in the First Order. And that goes all the way from refreshments down to trash cans. Yeah. And he vows... I will keep my photoreceptor sharp. Yeah. And so he does. And both of these heroes, I think, meet sad fates. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know about 9E yet. We don't know no. about BB-9E. You know, he, he could be, you know what, the the character we've painted for him, maybe he will be in charge of the First Order in right. Episode 9. <laughs> right. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. He will be elevated to a higher status. That is our strange... Battle of the dysfunction of the First Order. It's hard when you're too uptight, when you're obsessive about everything. It leads to combat in the clothing room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very fun. Very fun. Uh, We will, of course, be doing more great Last Jedi characters. We'll maybe do battles like this where they fight uh, other characters from Last Jedi. 
mix and match from other places. We'll maybe try to do some other characters from Battlefront 2. I really do like to wait. I know there's so many juicy characters in the Visual Dictionary, and I'm waiting for them to be yeah. added to the databank. I know they will be, and they will roll out and fight. If there are characters that you would like to see fight, please send me your suggestions with a hashtag databankbrawl. You can do that on Twitter or Facebook. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Knapsack. also have the podcast and Knapsack Files, and I talk about Game of Thrones daily on the app Anchor with the show Daily Thrones. That is great, and of course we'd like to do a shout-out and a thanks to Tony Thaxon for our theme music here on Databank Brawl, both the original intro and the fun pop rock outro that you are about to hear. You can check out his Patreon that's just under Tony Thaxon. He makes Star Wars music like that all the time. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash forcecenter. Of course, you can check out our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash forcecenter. You can also uh, find out about shows that I'm doing on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram is at josephscrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at forcecenterpod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 